All right, welcome back to Bridgestone Arena, home of the Nashville Predators, where our score at the end of one period is Merrimack 3, Alabama-Huntsville nothing. Goals that period by Rhett Bly, Ryan Flanagan, and Jesse Todd. Two of those goals on the power play, and of course, uh, also waiting to see if we'll get word on Kyle Bigos who went out early in the period with what appeared to be a, a possible, uh, well, he's favoring his right leg when he went off at any rate, so hopefully he's all right, but if we get word, we'll certainly pass that along. Joining us here for this first intermission is the Director of Athletics at Merrimack, Glenn Hoffman, and uh, well, first of all, Glenn, this trip down to, to Nashville, that's been a pretty good one, hasn't it? So far, so good. Yeah, I mean, it, I think it's been good for the kids to, to get off campus a little bit. Um, they've been on campus for a while now without, and the rest of the student body is still on break for another week or two, so I think it was good to get them out off campus and uh, come to a city that we've never been to. I mean, the first collegiate hockey game ever played in Nashville, so uh, none of them have really ever been here, so that's exciting for them. And then I kind of like the, the night game last night and the, uh, the day game today because now it allows them tonight to go to the Predators uh, Blackhawks game, which is kind of a nice way to end the trip. So, all in all, good trip from a hockey standpoint and also a good trip from an uh, alumni fundraising standpoint as well. Yeah, we'll get into that in just a minute, but uh, first of all, how did this trip end up coming about? I know that the uh, the arena, and we'll talk in the second intermission with the director of marketing for the arena, uh, David Kells, but uh, uh, how did this come about and how did Merrimack become a part of it? Well, you know, one of the things that I really like about what Mark does um, from a scheduling standpoint is, and just in general, is he really does care about college hockey, and, and a lot of people will, will say that they care about college hockey, but when push comes to shove, they won't necessarily do something for the good of hockey, and I think that's what this is all about. Alabama hunts was an independent team. They were they needed to schedule independent games. It's a tough time of year to schedule independent games. And, and Mark, to his credit, wanted to help them out a little bit. And, and you know, obviously this is attractive to us to come down here. But this time of year is an interesting time of year to do it. And, uh, and that's kind of how it came about. So everyone wins in this. But but kudos to Mark for 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 putting you know putting his money where his mouth is and, and, and scheduling something for the good of college hockey. You know, I've always seen that there, there's sort of a connection there, I guess, uh, even though these two schools hadn't played in 17 years, but Merrimack, with any of the teams that were independents back in the day, that, that Merrimack was an independent and in the same kind of situation, trying to get those games. And, and uh, is it possible then that we'll see more games in the future between Merrimack and Alabama Huntsville? I mean, if they'd like to come up to, to see Boston, I think that, you know, we'd love to have them to come up. Um, I actually knew, of, uh, I am kind of familiar with their program in the sense that when I was at Niagara, we, they were in our league, so, um, and they actually used to travel really well, even bring two buckloads of people to the games up there, so um, it's a good school, um, you know, good pro, a good program, and, and a program that we hope can stay alive and, and keep their hockey, hockey going, so anything we can do to help that, we certainly will do. Talking with Glenn Hoffman, Director of Athletics at Merrimack, and uh, you mentioned uh, fundraising. We had uh, the Dr. Hopi, the President of Merrimack, on last night, and you on today. Uh, what were some of the things that you guys have done during this trip? Well, I guess my first question is, who controlled the interview between you and uh, Dr. Hopi? I mean, that's two people that like to talk. So, I mean, I, mean, I was worried that we were never going to get to the second period there the other night. But, uh, no, in all seriousness, it, it's been a good fundraising trip. We had some people come down from, um, from the Boston area uh, who wanted to come down here, um, people who are interested in the program, and there's been some people from this area as well so you know it's one of those things you just you, you want to expose them to what we're doing sometimes when you're not on campus in a way it's a little bit easier because the level of responsibility at least from my standpoint is not nearly as much as that a game so it's been really good we've had some good we've had, we've had some good conversations with a lot of different people including down here and um the best part is people are just excited so you know it, it's translating that excitement into how can they help whether it be financial or getting us connected with other people which will ultimately help not only hockey but the rest of the athletic program. I mean, there's there's so many big things going on right now, and and whether we want to admit it or like it or not, money has to be a big part of it. So 
we've got to tell our story and get people excited and on, and on board in any way that they can help us accomplish what our ultimate goals are, um, that, that's what we're trying to do. Yeah, we'll talk about some of the things going on in, in just a minute, but with regard to the, uh, the success of the hockey team this year, I think uh, uh, you know people around the team looked for a big year, but maybe a lot of people around the country may be watching nationally, uh, doing, the team's doing even better than expected. Uh, how, how much has the success that they've had so far uh, been able to translate into some of that interest that you talked about from, from some of the alumni and, and uh, fundraising? A ton. I mean, there's no question, it, it, and it's undeniable that, that hockey, is, is, because it's such a visible sport, is what is driving a lot of what we're doing right now. And, and we knew that coming in, and, you know, it's a, Everything has kind of come together the right way. It's all converged in a real positive way. Um, certainly the rink and then playing well, but they are visible and people get excited about this. And this is no different than, than when Duke's basketball team is doing well, or you know um, when the Boston when Boston College does well in football or whatever, or basketball um, or hockey. So it's really important because Merrimack. I mean, there's there, we had six kids drive down from Merrimack for this game, this these games this weekend, you know, and and, and we have you know. We have alums like that telling the story all the time, coming to games and just talking. So hockey, it's the front porch right now you know, for our athletic department, and, and that's important for us to translate that into, again, trying to accomplish our goals. Some big news with the addition of sports on the horizon. Can you talk about that? Yeah, women's crew and women's golf. We're excited about that. Uh, two sports that we think will really help us from an enrollment standpoint. Um, it's, it's nice to be able to have a couple more female sports for us, get more female student-athletes in, in our athletic program. Uh, programs that uh, traditionally, from a demographic standpoint, um, high-end uh, high demographic, which is good, usually very good students that we can recruit. So we're excited about that. That'll bring us an additional anywhere from you know uh, 30 to 45 new student-athletes over the next four years um, and 30 to 45 more students so that's, that's a real good thing for the college and a good thing for our department. And those, so those sports will compete in the Northeast 10? That's the plan right now. Yeah, I mean, well, women's golf will compete in the Northeast 10. Uh, women's crew um, will compete against some Northeast 10 uh, schools, but it's more of a um, you're going to compete against Division 1 schools, Division 2 schools, Division 3 schools. Uh, crew is a little bit of a different type of sport. It's more of an individual sport in some senses, so um, not really Northeast 10 per se. How will crew work out? It'll 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 work out well. We're going to train at the uh, Lawrence Boat Lawrence Boathouse will be our home, which is nice. So we don't have to build a facility. Um, that, that, that's one of the that's one of the nice things about crew and golf is we don't have to build a facility. So um, and we're excited. Some of the um, Ellen Minster, who uh, directs the Lawrence Crew program, um, she was an Olympian. She has coached at Cal Berkeley and Kansas State, um, and so she's really familiar with starting programs with crew, and, and she's been involved from day one with us in just trying to put this all together. We haven't named a coach yet, but, but she's certainly been really involved, so that gives me a lot of confidence because, you know, I, I mean, being totally up front, I don't know a heck of a lot about crew, you know, so, so she's really been instrumental in helping out, and, and we're sort of excited about that. Um, and then golf, we're going to play at Indian Ridge Country Club, so that's a good thing. Um, so, uh, you know, that'll be, that'll be, that'll be fun for the, for the women and, and, you know, hopefully we'll, we'll be able to be able to add a men's golf team in the very near future as well. And you've added some other sports recently, the track sports in particular. How are those going? It's taken off, Mike. It's unbelievable. You, you talked to our track coach, uh, Matt Pimentel. The minute we announced track, um, I mean, the number of people that were interested in coming to the school was, it really went up a lot. So we're going to bring in a pretty big class of males and females to track this year. So that's really, really exciting for us. Uh, and in fact, a lot of some of our student athletes from other sports are also going to compete this spring outdoors, which will be exciting. Some football players in the sprint um, and, and that in nature. So, so that's really exciting. So it's, it's, it's you know, it's, it's hard to believe that we just made this announcement on track, um, you know, it seems like a couple of months ago, and, and yet we feel like we've had this track program forever. It's just really taken off. 
Now, as I mentioned, we, we had uh, Dr. Hopi on last night, and I know you work closely with him on uh, a lot of the ventures that you, you're involved with. Uh, how, how's your relationship with him, and, and, and what, what are the things that you're looking forward to in the future that you'll be able to do with the department? The best part about him is uh, he doesn't like no as an answer, and he always wants to, he, he dreams, and he, and he wants to see how can we do things better, and, and how big can we get, and how good can we get, and uh, that's kind of the way I like to think, and we get along really well. I mean, some of the ideas, we should, we should actually just one day tell everyone some of the uh, ideas we have that we don't tell you about, because they're crazy, but he's so supportive, really lets me do whatever, whatever I want, and uh, this has been a great trip for us because we, we spent a lot of time together anyway, but on this trip we've really spent a lot of time together, so we've really been able to kind of talk conceptually about things and where we want to go and um, run ideas by each other, and so, so it's been a really, you know, I, I said in the paper the other day, it's a dream for an athletic director to have a president who cares so much about athletics, and, and uh, you know, I, I'm very fortunate to, to be in the position I'm in right now. A week ago, you opened the renovated Lawler Arena, the first game, the main game, uh, with, with the work uh, completely done inside the rink, uh, and that had to be a, a terrific feeling for you. It was probably the most emotional day I've had at Merrimack, I guess, to be honest with you. Um, I walked in around, uh, I'd say, 11 o'clock, and I kind of just sat there for a couple minutes and, uh, and, and just looked around, and uh, it was a lot of hard work by a lot of people, and it was, uh, it was just nice to... I mean, as you know, we were always looking at the side that hadn't been renovated, you know, so it was kind of weird. So it was just nice to, to see it all get done, and um, it, it was a very emotional day, honestly, for me. And then, and then you know, we go out and beat Main 7-1, which was really nice, too. So uh, so it, it's great. I mean, I, I just can't wait to get back for Tuesday night. I mean, you just, it's like Lawler is such a big event now. You know, every time there's a hockey game, it's a big event, and it's exciting, and people are talking about it, so I, I can't wait for Tuesday night. You know, I know it's so soon, and there's so much there to, uh, I guess, enjoy and appreciate about the, the renovations that have taken place. But uh, looking ahead, uh, any, any thoughts of, you know, things that you want to do uh, in addition to that in the future? To the rink? Yes. Yeah. Um, actually, we need to add more luxury boxes. I mean, two years ago, we could not fill a box to save our life. And now we need more. We've got to add two more luxury boxes, I would say, which we're going to probably try to do for next year. Uh, Coach Dennehy would like to have a, a new office. Um, which I've suggested perhaps over the Zamboni. You know, everyone knows where the Zamboni comes in and out, so we may turn that whole area into a, into a Mark's uh, kind of like a little bit of a hockey suite. Um, I still think down the road we're going to have to have another entrance to Lawler. The lobby is just crowded, and I apologize to people who, you know, it's, not, it's no fault of our concessions people, but we, can, we just do not have the space anymore to keep up with the concession lines and things of that nature. So, you know, with success comes the need to keep building and improving so uh, we won't stop I promise people that this is not it's not like okay we got the seats and we're done with hockey far from it we'll just keep we'll keep building making things better for, for everyone so it's an enjoyable place to watch games well thanks Lynn hope you're enjoying the trip you're going to take into the game tonight I will I, I mean I, I'll be lost because I won't be cheering or anything I'll just you know I'll be, I won't be nervous or anything so, no pressure uh, <laughs> no pressure so it, it should be fun tonight all right, thanks, Glenn. We'll talk to you again soon. Thanks, Mike. That's Glenn Hoffman, the Director of Athletics at Merrimack College. Been our guest here in the first period with Merrimack leading Alabama-Huntsville 3 to nothing.